<clears throat> Chiropractic is premised on the hypothesis that life is motion, motion is function, function is matter being moved by that which is immaterial. Matter cannot move without force, mental impulses, or innate intelligence. That innate intelligence plus matter working jointly means a living man. Chiropractic is further premised on the hypothesis that this abstract force known as innate intelligence, which moves matter and makes it function, is gathered from universal sources into the unit in the brain, located within the skull, <clears throat> that from there flows to all muscles and all tissues by way of the spinal cord and spinal nerves, that so long as all parts get their full quarter and quality of mental impulses, all parts will be healthy because they will be functioning up to their full quota and quality. Chiropractic is still further premised on the further hypothesis that a vertebral subluxation will include the foramen, produce pressure upon nerves, interfere with this full quota and quality of mental impulse, <clears throat> thereby interfere with the full quota and quality of mental impulse, getting beyond that point of pressure, thereby being unable to get to the periphery of that nerve Hence, disease begins the moment the function drops in ratio as the degree of pressure interferes with this quota and quality flow of mental impulse. Adjustments release the pressure upon that nerve, restore the flow, restore ease and health, abounds once more. <clears throat> Chiropractic is the study of the cause of dis-ease, correct the subluxation, result health. And <clears throat> that's B.J. Palmer from Up From the Below the Bottom. You know, I read this kind of thing and I think about, this is just, I, what I love talking about with you guys is just like yesterday. Right. So yesterday, an intern says to me, he's graduating soon, he says, um, you know, when I first started here six months ago, I had no idea what I wanted, and now I know exactly what I want. Right? And isn't, that's exact, that, and because and, he knew he wanted pediatrics, he knew he was kind of into that, but that's all he knew, and now he says, I have a, this vision of my practice that is so much different than the foggy vision that I had before, you know, I started here. Right? That's why we do what we do. A mom says to me yesterday, <clears throat> her <clears throat> little son <clears throat> started cleaning up his own room. <clears throat> and that is a giant step because this kid has ADHD, is usually totally disorganized and hates that kind of stuff, usually whines, complains, screams, hollers. <clears throat> and she says to me, it's the little steps, right? The little steps that make the big difference. And what a giant leap for a mom who's only had her kid adjusted for a few weeks to see that kind of progress, right? Because that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about little steps, baby steps, one step at a time. Another mom brings her child in <clears throat> for a new patient exam and the mom starts to cry during the new patient exam because she said that her child is nine years old and has all these sensory dysfunctional issues or whatever. And nobody has sat down and explained to her how the brain and the nerve system work. And they're all saying, you gotta do this, and you gotta do this, and this, and nothing's been working. And she's like, finally, someone took the time to explain what's going on with my child, right? In a manner that I can understand. Now I get this whole idea of disconnection that it, if we guys take the advanced pediatric diagnosis class, we'll talk a lot about that. <clears throat> the whole idea of disconnection from Dr. Melillo's work this is this what makes sense to people, right? And this is all in one day, right? All in one day that we get to see these amazing things happen over and over and over again, you know? But you know what's happening? But you see, here's the thing. You know, this is what's happening in my office. This is what's happening in the clinic. This is what's happening in your field doctor's offices and your future peak offices, etc. This is what's happening there. But what's happening outside in the real world is what I call like the zombie apocalypse. 
right? Because, like, if you really think about the zombie, you know, we have all these movies and The Walking Dead is filmed down in Atlanta and all this kind of stuff. So we have all these, these movies and ideas about the zombie apocalypse. We're building it right now outside our offices. Do you understand that? Right? When, <clears throat> example, a child comes into my practice that I haven't seen in several years. <clears throat> he used to be, <clears throat> when I saw him last, he was like eight years old or so. <clears throat> and he was a very rambunctious, full of energy, full of brightness and life. And uh, they moved away, the family moved away, and then they moved back. <clears throat> so they started coming to see us again. And when they started seeing us, um, the first day the dad brings the kids you know, back in and the kids are sitting over there and I'm giving a big hug to the dad. Oh my God, it's so great to see you. I can't believe how many years it's been. And his son is kind of sitting like this, like slumped in his chair, like this with his head cocked to one side. <clears throat> so I didn't think, I said, what's going on with your son? Is he not feeling well? Maybe he's got a cold or something. And it's like, he looks at his son, no, no, that's the way he is. And I'm in my brain going like, that's not the way I remember him being, right? He was like the fun, happy, bubbly, jokester kind of kid last time I saw him, uh, you know, several years ago. And he said, oh, well, he's just on Ritalin now because his ADHD is what it does to him. It's just what it does, right? Because what Ritalin does, <clears throat> and we study this also in the advanced diagnosis class, what Ritalin does is it, it disinhibits you and it depersonifies you, right? So it makes a child into a zombie. It makes a child into a robot. So it takes a child who is, who is effervescent and full of life and shuts their brain down, right? By making sure that their dopamine is not reuptake, it's kind of similar to like a Prozac-ish, how it, the serotonin is not reuptake with Prozac, with dopamine not being reuptake by Ritalin and those kind of drugs, what it does is that the dopamine stays in the system longer, so the system just goes And yes, they do better in school, <clears throat> but is that the point, right? Is the point of life to do better in school, or is the point to find out what is the disconnection, right? Why is this child have? He didn't have that issue when he was getting adjusted. He now is not adjusted for four years. Now he's got this issue. Right? Now we have to reconnect him. Right? That's the whole point of what is do we do. So out there, out there in the real world, is the zombie apocalypse. In our offices, we don't see that. But here's the problem, and I've told you this all quarter. We're only seeing 10% of the population. And of that 10%, how many of them is kids? <clears throat> Not many, right? Pretty small percentage. I just had a chiropractor just the other day refer me a patient because he's like, I don't want to see kids. Right? And the mom brought a kid to me. And I was like, I don't want to see this child. And I appreciate that the, ch that the chiropractor did that because I'd rather him say, I don't, I'm really not an expert at doing this and have the expert do this kind of stuff. But isn't that, that's like, it stuns me to think that most chiropractors are just seeing adults. I'm telling you, seeing kids is a lot more fun. Right? <clears throat> adults complain about their backs and they say, did you, you, you didn't get this spot over here. I don't, like, that's not the kind of practice I have. Right? I want the, the patients that we see, <clears throat> you know, the kids are usually the first one into the practice and then the parents come almost like a wellness thing, right? And that's what I want it to be. I don't, I don't want a pain-based practice. I am uninterested in a pain-based practice. Not that you shouldn't be, right? You should have whatever practice of the, your dream practice, whatever it should be. But I don't want a pain-based practice. I want a wellness-based practice. I want a kid-based practice. I want a fun practice where kids are... Our, yesterday the kids were, <clears throat> we started decorating for the holidays and the kids are, we got dreidels out there and the kids are drawing dreidels and drawing Christmas trees and hanging them up and <clears throat> that's what I want, right? Hey doctor, what do you think about this picture, right? That's what I want, 
right? That makes me happy, right? <clears throat> so when you think about what BJ is saying here, right, that, I, I, I mean, he, he talks about neurology. Even though neurology, functional neurology wasn't around back then, but he says it right here. <clears throat> you know, life is motion, <clears throat> motion is function. <clears throat> Mental impulses, innate intelligence. This is all functional neurology. This is the early blossoming, you know, functional neurology. So um, only, only you and I, I feel, can truly prevent the zombie apocalypse from happening, right? So if you want The Walking Dead to spread past southern Atlanta, right, where they're filming it, <laughs> then we better, that's right. <laughs> well, there's one way to do it with weapons, <clears throat> but the way I'm suggesting, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, these are our weapons, our hands are our weapons. I'd rather use our hands, personally speaking.